0: love first christian center
1: it's time for dr jomo cousins on fresh wind radio
2: when we're trying to communicate something of, seriously if god gives you something to give to somebody else and he's giving it to you to give to them and to communicate to them something and you do it begrudgingly or you don't do it in a manner where they can receive it wrong spirit it's the wrong spirit and really you're not being obedient correct a lot of us will be like, well, God told me to do it, so I did it. Huh. But you did it with an attitude, so it's not the same.
1: We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something new.
3: this. You know, it is what it is. But
2: yeah, that that was a good point about having the delivery service.
3: How about this? I know, baby, you want to go hug and amen. This is what it boils down to. Mm -hmm. Do what you love, delegate what you hate. I know that's good. Because do what you love, delegate what you hate. Pastor, why? Because whatever you hate to do, you don't do it fast. That's true. And you always put it to the back. Mm. So therefore, it never gets done. It causes you stress because you're thinking about why you don't want to do it. Then you make excuses for not doing it. So guess what I learned? I do what I love and I delegate what I hate. Because what you hate, somebody loves. Right. Why don't you give it to somebody? That's their gift. They love doing it. Versus you sitting there arguing with yourself. I don't know why I got to do this. I hate doing this. How are you going to do it with that kind of attitude? Whereas if you get me in my gift, it's like breathing. Because I'm in where I'm love. Do what you love. Delegate what you hate. Oh, that's worth church by itself right there. And if you ascertain your dollar per hour and you tweak that, you'll be shocked at how much money you make. Because a lot of stuff, you just not you don't see it that way you, because, what? I, oh, God. Okay, I'm going to bring it to you. Here it is. You have to change your mind from a, being an employee to being an owner. An employee says it costs too much. A business owner says it's an investment. No, that's employees. Say, Why? It costs too much. A business owner said that's an investment. It's a different mentality. And once you change the mindset, okay, boom, that's an investment in me. This is going to set us up, but it's an investment. That's why you have to change your mindset. But I can't do it in one day, so I got to keep it moving. Everyone say, do what you love, delegate what you hate. It will free you up. It will free you up. I'm about to try to cut the grass. I'm cutting it too low. They she cutting it too high. They say, this and this and this. You got this weed. Then I try to fertilize it. I over-fertilize it. Burn the yard hard, hard up. Then after I burn the yard up, I have to put new grass in. Then I put new grass in. The, then. By the time I broke everything, I could have gave homeboy $20. No, no, real talk. You know, because after you try to do all that, and then the machine breaks, then you got to fix the machine. The devil is a liar. The, the, hey, how, how much is it per week? What? $100? To God be the glory. (laughs) Do what you love. Delegate what you, yeah. Y'all may say, you gonna barbecue? I don't love that. I'm gonna go to trust me right there. I'm gonna buy me some chicken, and we gonna go home. That's it. Do what you what? I said, I try to barbecue, burn up everything. (laughs) Biting the chicken—it t- tastes like jerky. So dang hard! They're so dang hard, and not do what you love. Delegate what you hate. It will simplify your life. Because what you hate, you don't do well. And don't have nobody cook for you that don't love it. Because when somebody love to cook, you put your whole in that thing. But when somebody don't like to cook, I don't want that. That's going to the dog. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) They should always be available to solve. Now, he says, okay, notice he said 1,150. Why? Because not everyone has the same ability and responsibility level. Some could handle 1,000. Some could handle 100. That's your job to ascertain what people can handle, but you should ask for help. If a person fails you more than twice, now I re-ascertain their ability. I don't hate him. I love him because, see, I need you. I need you. And plus, me asking for help is actually helping you too because I'm trying to grow you. At the same time, God, if this is a God thing, me asking for help is going to be a blessing for your life too. Right. It's all for the kingdom. Right. Some sow, some water all the time. God's getting the increase. They should always be available for common disputes. But they have, the, bring the majority of their cases, I oh got Praise God. Uh, the leaders the smaller matters themselves. Then you will carry the load, making the task easier for you. If you follow this advice, if God commands you to do so, then you will be able to endure the what? Pressure, pressure, pressure. You know, most of your pressure is self-imposed because you make a list too long. Oh, God. Anybody know that person that puts 20 things on their list and they only got five minutes of time? Then they frustrate themselves that they didn't get the list done, knowing up front you're not going to get it done. Unnecessary what? Because you get pressure because you didn't delegate. Yeah. If a person, Maxwell said this. John. Yes, John Maxwell, baby. Uh, John, C anyway, focus. You're right. I need help. 70% if you can find a person who could do it. At 70% of your ability, give it away. Nobody can do it like you. The problem is you want it to be done like you. So therefore, you do everything. But if they can do it at 70%, yeah. I'm free as a bird. No, I'm praying. I'm teaching. Last week, I spoke nine times. No, 10, no, 12. Ten. And what I do, that's my lane. I do what I, I delegate what I, yeah. No, I ain't doing that. I'm doing what I love. Because when I'm speaking, they'll pay me $1,000 for an hour. Stand that way. Because after I speak, I could pay the lawn man to clean the house Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and still have $800. There's victory. Do what you love. Delegate what you hate. Because when you do what you love, you'll find your wealthy place. What God has called you to. Woo, glory. Y'all are pulling on me today. I wasn't supposed to talk about this, but I'll keep on keeping. Praise God. He says, then you'll be able to endure the pressures, and all these people will go away in peace. What's my next slide? What's my next slide? Praise God. Huh, this is good. Here's the answer. Seven reasons people at, don't like asking for help. Here it is. Number one, you tell yourself, what's it say, babe?
2: You tell yourself that you have it easy compared to others.
3: Mm-hmm. You psychoanalyze yourself. If God told you to ask, you better ask. Number two, fear of rejection. Man, you better eat nose like Cheerios. What you worry about if my telling you no? You're not know, the first person told me no. People tell me no all the time. I'm not gonna be affected by that. I'm gonna ass. Can I ask some of this? Praise God. Can I get an upgrade to first class? Well, you sir, you didn't pay for it. I'm gonna ask him. Come on, man. I'm six foot five. Coaches of the devil. Glory to God. I'm gonna ass. What you gonna say? No. I need to upgrade my suite. Well, sir, we have you down for a junior suite. Do I look like the junior to you? You better upgrade that thing in the name of Jesus. You have not because you asked not. To God be the glory. And I don't even know if you got senior. You have presidential? You ain't a president. You don't know who I am. My name is Jomo, first king of Kenya, Jomo Kenyatta. I'm a descendant. <laughs> I'm a far, far descendant of a king. I'm an heir of salvation.
2: I, I'm still surprised sometimes at some of the things he asked for and he gets. Listen. Have not you the not. Bible
3: says the righteous are bold as lions, meaning I am in right standing with God. He says you have not because you ask not. I'm going to ask. Where's my discount? To God be the glory. We were at, Hallelujah. We
2: were at the mall in a store, in a regular retail store.
3: Was it BC? I forgot what the name of the store was. Whatever. Store.
2: We were in a retail store. We're okay. not going to say. Whatever. <laughs> And nothing that we got was on sale. So we get to the register, and I'm thinking, this is not the flea market. They are not going to just wheel and deal with you at the register. What's my name? We're at International Mall, y'all.
3: International Mall.
2: So he says, oh. I need to speak to the manager. And I'm thinking, oh,
3: God, I'm not going to get Here I go. Here stuff. he go. Here he I go. Get
2: nothing. I'm not nothing. I'm, I'm prepared to walk out. Here he go. Nothing.
3: Here he
1: go.
2: So he said, is any of this stuff on sale?
3: in Europe is Monday.
2: He said, well, can I get the sale that y'all gonna put this stuff on on Monday? Switch time zone.
3: We can switch time zone.
2: So the lady said, you know, I'll give that to you for the sale for Monday.
3: Her mouth dropped. Her mouth, you know, how the story go. She's saying some of the story. She was taking a dress back and I took the dress back got the same dress for cheaper, and got three more dresses for the same price as the first dress. That sounds like Jesus to me. That was famous. If I'm going to pay the money, I'm going to get everything up in here. I said, now, wait a second. I, I said, all this money I'm spending, there got to be something more in here. What you going to throw in and spice this thing up a little bit? When I Praise God, when I go to a good— She
2: don't want Jumbo to walk out without getting anything. I said, look, now— I, I Just hold this for me until Monday. You know how people do. Oh, I said, no. You, you work in retail i no. looking at people like, I was just about to get this sale and not a lady want to wait till Monday. You, you,
3: what you got the dress, the one you wanted, yeah. and yeah. like three more for less than one.
2: Right. That was favor. They, yeah, favor. That was favor.
3: But here's the thing. You can't be afraid to ask. That's right. All they can say is no. I don't pay full price. Even though my car was expensive, they took a whole bunch of money off whole bunch. People say, how did that happen? I said, that's my name. Praise the Lord. I'm going to ask you, what what, what can you do? Guess what? You should ask everyone that. They already, gosh, why am I here? Anyway, (laughs) they will give you numbers just to see if you'll bite. They already know a bottom line number. They already know that. I, I train sales. They
2: don't need to go back to their manager and ask them no questions. That's the game.
3: That's the game. I, and they call it T.O. T.O. is takeover. The manager comes back and says, you know what, let me help you out. You ain't helping me. You already know you have a 300% markup. You're dropping it down by 300, 200%. Nice. You still, still winning?
2: Jumbo turned away from when we were getting my truck. Jumbo turned away from that. Man, please, you better go on back there and fix
3: it. I said, <laughs> he got on his phone. I said, did you just turn your back on him? Back on him. Playing
2: himself. I, I are said, you I, mad for it? He said, nah, I'm just
3: playing. <laughs> I train coaches. <laughs> I said, come on, dude. That's a T.O. That's a slow T.O. You got to be do better than that. Come on.
2: <laughs> oh, goodness. You, you don't want to feel like you have burdened someone else. I do that all the time. Yeah,
3: so you, she won't ask because, like, I don't want to put that pressure on them. No, put the pressure don't on them.
2: you feel something last minute? I don't like to do stuff last minute, so I don't want to do that to anyone else. No, do it. So then I just usually just take it.
3: Do it. Reciprocity. Yeah. This is, I bought her a steak and a dinner. I need something back.
2: And that's why we go Dutch, ladies, right?
3: You see, I got quiet. Nobody said nothing.
2: Because we can all relate because we've all, <laughs> like, not let people do stuff for us because you don't want to feel like you owe them something. Mm,
3: whatever. People, you know, people.
2: we do it on the job. We do it relationships with family members. In your mind, you're calculating stuff that you've done for them, and you ask them for one thing, and they say no, and you're like, I just helped this brother with his bills two weeks ago, and he can't take me to the gas station? You know, like, in right. your mind, you're thinking he should do it because he should feel obligated because you did something for them. It's like but this. It's
3: wrong. Sister girl, I said I love you to her, and he says, I appreciate it.
2: And I really appreciate you saying that. Because I don't think you should say I love you just for somebody to say I love you back. If you just want me to say I love you, just tell me what you want. I give it to you. But don't tell me I love you just for me to feel obligated to say it back to you because I'm not going to feel obligated. I want to be sincere and organic. Come from the heart.
3: (laughs) Y'all clapping for that foolishness?
2: Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And we've been trained to do that, even as kids. If somebody says, I love you, you're supposed to say, I love you back. But she, if you don't feel that right then, why should you feel obligated? Nobody should. If you say it to me, you should be saying it to me because you that's what you feel. That's okay. what God put on next, your Okay, next,
3: next, next, next. We should keep you moving. <laughs> You say, I love you. You're talking about, I appreciate it.
2: But you know what? even when he tells me about his chores or whatever, he's like, oh, babe, you know, I washed the dishes, I mopped the floor, I vacuumed, I ironed, I did, and I'm thinking, that's good, you know? But in order, you're supposed to dwell with them according to knowledge, right? So if he needs to be lifted up, Baby, you vacuumed that carpet so good. Boy, them lines were so straight in that carpet. I appreciate what you did. You are the best vacuumer I have ever seen in my life. You washed those dishes so good, baby. They are glistening, honey. You should do that more often. Whatever you need, just keep doing what you're doing. Yes, yes. (laughs) But you know what? When... When we're trying to communicate something, if seriously, if God gives you something to give to somebody else and he's given it to you to give to them and to communicate to them something and you do it begrudgingly or you don't do it in a manner where they can receive it. Wrong spirit. It's the wrong spirit. And really, you're not being obedient. Correct. A lot of us will be like, well, God told me to do it. So I did it. Huh. But you did it with an attitude. So it's not the same.
3: That's real. I did it.
2: You didn't but do it unto the Lord with though. a
3: mean spirit.
2: <laughs> Fear of losing control.
3: This is for y'all control freaks. You don't ask for help because you don't want you don't want to feel like any like you don't want to feel like you're in someone else's hands. Self-reliance. I'm independent. I got this. I make my own money. Okay. Why are you here then? <laughs> Overwhelmed by the potential energy drain. Yes. Sometimes we don't want to teach anybody. So we just say, I'm gonna do it by myself.
2: By the time I had the patience to teach you, I could have did it myself. The how problem. Many times you hear that?
3: The problem is, you always have to do it by yourself. That's right. The, you got to teach them how to fish, then they don't have to come back. Amen. I got one wisdom. Keep no. Before how you ask, you got to make sure when you ask somebody, be direct. Right. Nothing worse than somebody talking to you for thirty minutes just to say, "Oh, by the way, can I borrow twenty dollars?" No, ask me up front, man. I, you ain't got to make me feel good. Just say what you want. Anybody get frustrated, people be talking full long, and they just running around the bush, running around the they bush, running around the case. Just to say what you want, man. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> if you're going to do it, do it face-to-face. That's right. People are real bold with email. No, say it in my face. You need something say it. Wisdom key, Matthew 7, 7. It says this, ask and keep on asking, and it will be given to you. Seek and keep on seeking, you will find. Knock and keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who keeps on asking receives, and he who keeps on seeking finds. And to him who keeps on knocking, it will be open. The acronym A-S-K, ask, seek, knock, A-S-K. So whenever I'm in a jam, I go to this, okay, let me start asking, let me start seeking, let me start knocking. Ask, seek, knock. You can't be afraid to ask. Right now, we're going to say some confessions. Please stand. Please stand. I want you to repeat after me. I want to get you trained up today. Praise God so you can be bold. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Suppose someone came to you and said, look, how much do you need to be free? Do you have your number in your head? Now, you don't know, man. You don't know who God wants to put in your life. Amen. You, you may want to pay off all your debt. I write down exactly what everything I owe. Just in case God, summon some in some my life Say, look, what's your number? Believe. All right, here it is. First John, let's read, y'all. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we what? We know that we have the petition that we have desired of him. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, that is, if we are body united and my message lives in your heart, what? Whatever you wish and it will be. All right, come on, come on. I'm going to get this in your spirit. All right. Again, I say to you that if two believers on earth, that is our one mind in harmony, come here, babe, ask anything of agreement, they ask anything with the will of God, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. All right? And we receive from him whatever because we carefully and consistently keep his commandments and do the things that are pleasing in his sight, habitually seeking to follow his plan for us. Okay? And whatever you what? In prayer, believing... All right, come on, I got two more. Come on, come on, come on. Stop. He says, you haven't even
1: asked.
3: What happens as we get older and become adults and mature, you stop asking. But as children, my kids, for a long time, this was their sign. Come on, if you have a baby and that baby loves you, what is it? You know what that means? How about this? Imagine you never lost that with God. Lord, pick me up. Lord, help me. Because see, our kids, when they get close to you, y'all know the universal. He says, until now, you haven't even asked me for anything in my name. But now, ask and keep on asking. And you'll receive so that your joy may be full He wants you to have it. And he says, if any of you lack wisdom to guide him through a decision or circumstance, he is to what? Not your friend. Not your boo. Ask God, the benevolent God, who gives everyone generously without rebuke or blame, and it will be done, be given to him. My last one, and it shall come to pass that before they call,
1: I will answer. And while they're still speaking, I will
3: hear. Brothers and sisters, we serve a God that wants to show up and show out in your life. The Bible says... You have not,
1: because you has not.
3: Be bold. I know you're grown adults and you're supposed to take care of yourself.
1: But God made it to where we can look to Him.